and welcome to episode 228 of Lapsed Gamer. We are back with another Games Played episode and um, the big mummy bear has gone away on holiday again and left us children in charge of the <laughs> mummy house. Bear. <laughs> mummy bear. That is <laughs> Mark's that. new nickname. <laughs> I didn't think he'd appreciate me calling him daddy. daddy bear, so yeah, that's uh, I went with mummy. Yeah. To be fair, he'd probably like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, joining me uh, this evening is Andy and Chazzy. How are you guys doing? All good, all good. Evening, yeah, good, thank you. Excellent. Uh, it's been a while since us three have been together on the pod, I think. Um, yeah. Have we, been, have we been together on a pod this year? This is my first um, games played this year. Five months in. Crikey. I know. It's May. So you you must have like a massive backlog of games that you've uh, played for us to talk about. I do have a big backlog of games to talk about, but I'm only going to reveal a few. Yeah. Oh, mysterious. Housing some back, eh? Yeah. You can't can't blow everything at once. (laughs) It's true. It's very true. Um, Chazzy, uh, back again. Um, any anything exciting going off in Chazzyland? No, sold my house, one of my houses. Um, one of the one I was renting out. So Chazzyland is smaller after a year, and now I'm just showing people around the house we're in at the moment, trying to sell that. So it's um, yeah, it's all, all fun and games like doing the whole. You this is this is the bathroom. This is the kitchen. This has been here for so long. All men for some reason are all obsessed with boilers. So I have to <laughs> yeah, bring, you know. This is this I, I think it's honestly. I think it's um, they're not obsessed with boilers. They just think they have to be. Yeah, yeah. They're really actually interested in like uh, the kitchen or does this bath look nice and comfy? You know, stuff yeah. like that. Where can I put TV my sofa? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're actually thinking I should I should look at the boiler. Yeah. I should know where the stopcock is. Uh, <laughs> That's the it. Gas lines. All the things your dad would have done. You feel Kick like you the radiators. Yeah. Check if they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, it's a complete it's a complete sheen of like manism. That's it. But uh, you really love selling houses, don't you? That's, yes, mate. It's gonna be a second problem. second house second half sale. sale in a year. I must be nuts. Mm. So yeah, it's that it's that thing of like you know it's basically the the most stressful thing you can do. You know, and then uh, I've just done it twice. But I'm doing it twice back to back. So that's gonna be fun. Are you buying a new house? Yeah, want to, yeah, want to, but yeah. Long story short, we've got to, we've got to sell this and combine the two. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Found a couple yeah. of places we we like, but yeah, it's just a matter of getting this one sold. So if anyone wants to buy a house, so do these two houses get you a two-bed apartment in London? No, these two houses get me somewhere nice. Somewhere nice, not in London. Yeah. Right, London. Not in London. Never, <laughs> never, never London. Never London. The weird bit was I went back to my other house, like my house up in sort of, you know, Lon- the London borough of. And um, yeah, and it was uh, going back. I live in the country now. So like I've gone, I went from like, you know, driving along and it's all very calm and peaceful and lovely in fields and then getting to like, getting into London. It's like, oh, if I, you can't pull in there. Get out of my way. And it's like, oh, mate. Like, I just don't know why I lived here. Yeah. It's hot. It was we, horrible. Um, we drove down to um, 
Sussex on holiday the other week. Yeah. Or I drove down, should I say. And the closer you get to the M25, and especially on the M25, yeah. like the, the standard of driving just slips and slips and slips. <laughs> yeah, it's right. awful. Yeah. Just, um, like, just, just came away like from handing, basically I had to leave the keys in, like some of the keys in the house and then take the meter read and then leave. And it was just like, I never want to come back here again. This was awful. So yeah, no, very, very glad I'm out of all that now. But yeah, onwards and upwards. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, when when we sold our house, I remember one couple were very interested in. Um, say couple. It was actually her and her mum. Right. Um, very, cool. very interested in very random particular details. Um, yeah. For example, like in the kitchen, what all the cupboards were, and. Because obviously, like integrated appliances and stuff, mm. like where's the fridge, where's the dishwasher, where's the washing machine, <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I'm just going to open all the cupboards. So I yeah. just open all the cupboards, and I was like, here's the pots and pans, yeah, here's, here's the plates, where I keep the sugar, here's and the boiler, here's this, the yeah, random, random baking cupboard with flour in. They seem to appreciate it, but then they also didn't buy the house. No. So I don't know if my salesman tactic went a bit overboard. The technique scared them off. Yeah, sugar, sugar's in the wrong just, cupboard. Ah. That could be it. Could be some weird feng shui thing going yeah, on. But very much so. Oh gave well, it, it shifted in the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, there is absolutely no news going on in games whatsoever. Um, mm. So we'll just get into talking about all the old games that we've played. Uh, and talking of old games. Andy, I'm looking at this list and oh my god, I, I think most of these games were before I was born. I was so say, is there anything do you want to before the year 2000, anything after the year 2000? They are all after the year 2000. Now, remember <laughs> this. They're not all, well, hold on. One of them's in the original. They're all, yeah. rest of them are all remakes. So they're all after the year remakes, 2000. Yeah. Remakes are remasters. So okay. yes, they are all before. <laughs> well i just got schooled by the teacher so um take it away andy what have you been playing all right so yes yeah, my first game's played for a oh, oh, since 2022 i decided 2023 is going to be like a mop-up year so i just had loads of games on the go i had about look at the list i had about 20 odd games on the go and i decided like 2023 just mop up all these games not saying it's not going to start any new games but just Finish him off. So, going through the list. Um, Panzer Dragoon Remake. That is, I think it's an original game on the Saturn. If I yes. remember rightly. Um, very expensive on the Saturn as well, if you want to pick it up. Yeah, I think it's about... It was, or once upon a time, it was very hard to get hold of. Yeah, I think it's about four quid I spent on PSN. PS, PlayStation 4. Uh, so Sega, I think a few years ago, did the Panzer Dragoon remake. Um, yeah. Essentially, I've never played it before. The story is tosh. I have no idea what's going on. Essentially, you are flying a dragon, a bit in the style of Afterburner, if you remember that, another classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are just shooting. It's a bit like Afterburner Space Harrier, and you're just firing your weapons off. Space Harrier, yeah. Off of these, um, all the enemies and dodging left, right, and you know, about eight levels. Um, fairly short, it takes about an hour, 
or so. Really? Actually, complete, yeah, it's about an hour. Um, you know, so I scooted through that. That was the first game of this year. It's fun. Um, pretty far with what I spent on it. That's about what you would. You know, I think it's about fair price for it. Um, is it responsive? Like, how responsive is it? Because I'm always like... It's res- any, any game with dragons in always reminds me of... What was that one? Um, it was a dragon game that, like, everyone panned because the controls were... Lair on the, on the PS3. Yeah, that's it. Lair. Yeah, it always reminds me of, like, any dragon game. And it's mm. like, oh, right, is, is it Lair? No, <laughs> it is more responsive than that. Because it almost feels <laughs> like we've just substituted the Afterburner sprite with the Panzer yeah. Dragoon sprite. Um, and it plays that kind of simple, and you can just, I mean, with other controls, you can just lock on, on a number of targets, and just, you know, you've got an option. Oh, of, is it a bit like Res? Yeah, so you can fire off loads of weapons at once, or you can shoot, you know, singular bullets or singular missiles. Um, at the end of each little stage, you get bosses. You know, um, most difficult boss probably is the one where you have to face backwards. Comes from you from behind, and you have when it goes to the front, and you're in a tunnel. Um, but it's it's fun, you know. It's just, it's one of those games that you play. As, I just want to shoot, you know. I just want to shoot things up, and not really having to think about it too much. Um, but as a remake, it's good. You know, the responsiveness is there. Um, and so yeah, it's a fun lapse gamer. Three four quid. I recommend it, you know. I'm not going to say it's the best game, but it's fun for what it is. It doesn't, it doesn't outlast, you know. Yeah, it's welcome. Can Can I just chime in here with the synopsis of the story? <laughs> because <laughs> I think this, this needs to be celebrated. The Panzer Dragoon series takes place in a post-apocalyptic world in which humans have begun to recover technologies from the ancient age. The ancients used genetic engineering to create living weapons which were unleashed in a cataclysmic war that nearly destroyed humanity. The mutated descendants of these creatures have merged into wild ecosystems where they pose a continual threat to human civilization and serve as enemies encountered in the games. So, yeah, they're, they're not dragons. They are living weapons. And that is why they can fire multiple missiles at once right. to all of your enemies. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You are... F- it is, isn't it? You are fighting on a smaller version of one of these dragons, or what, dragons um, mm. against the bigger version, you know. So size of a good guy comes in a small thing rather than a big guy with a big one. So, you know, I don't know if that means anything. So childish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, for what it was, that's about an hour, an hour and a half. You fly through it. Um, it's a quick blast, you know, arcade style game. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's as good as Afterburner. I prefer the Afterburner game. Um, on the PS3, the remake of Afterburner on that, that was a lot better. But I thought, you know, some people rave about this. People love this game. Like I said, it's mm. very expensive to get originally on the Saturn. Um yeah, so I'm looking here, it's about 250, 225 quid at the moment boxed. Wow. Which is bonkers. So yeah. yeah. Being able to actually um, play it is, you know, for four quid. It's decent. I mean, yeah. I've just seen it on eBay for 800 quid. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's the, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's mad. 
That's sealed. I, f- I found out the other. I found out the other day. I've got a copy of Vib Ribbon. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, brand no, completely you know mint. Mm. Uh, it's about hundred quid. Wow. Brilliant. Keeping that one in a keeping that one in me safe. Not put, not leaving that in my <laughs> box of box of games where it can get smashed up. Well, there you go. It's crazy, isn't it? The it's main thing cool. I learned from that is that Shazzy has a safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you now know my house has a safe. Mm. That's it. That's it. And you know Vibribbon's in there. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> gotta gotta put together some kind of hitman like That's mission. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine you stealthing around my house. <laughs> like, bashing my wife over the head with a with a wrench and then dressing up as her so you can get past you know, get upstairs. Yeah, uh, what a disguise. All right, Andy. You could, what have you been playing next? You could be disguised as a rabbit. It's, just, it's what you're after. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so the second game I've been playing, um, I've played this before, but my daughter's, she's been playing PlayStation quite a bit, and we've been playing this one together. DuckTales Remastered. Um, nice. This is one of the best remasters you can actually get. Um, yeah, it's so pretty. It, oh, it's gorgeous. And this is on the PS3. Yeah. Don't think it's available for the PS4 or PS5 or the Xbox One, etc. Have you got this as part of? Does this come as part of the like Saturday afternoon collection or whatever it's called? I have or got the Saturday. Af- like, just... I have got the Saturday afternoon collection, and I think one of the games on that is um, Tailspin. I yes. don't know what else there is, but this isn't part of it. Um, no. Right. Okay. I have got the disc version of this, and I've got the I've downloaded it on oh, Disney PS1. Afternoon Collection. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I don't think this is available on modern consoles. Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, yeah, go on. Which is a real shame. It's a real shame because yeah. um, the levels um, really straightforward. It's remastered in gorgeous HD graphics. Um, basically, you are Scrooge McDuck. And you need to rescue Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Um, I guess from a couple of enemies and the whole conspiracy with enemies. So the story is quite involved for a DuckTales game. Um, you just move along the levels. You can look at a map, which will help you identify what you need to get. It will, will highlight. Um, one of the beauty things about this, especially from a daughter, is... You, you, when you die, you don't go back to the beginning as such. It just sets you back a little bit, and then you go straight back into it. So there's no like massive penalty of going back right to the beginning of the stage, um, and having to play through the whole stage again. It sets you back about just a couple of spaces back, and then you just carry on. So if you get past um, traps and jumps, you're done. Um, mm. and the whole thing is just it's just beautiful and Pogo sticking around helps you over um, traps and spikes and stuff um, the game you can choose which levels you want to go on if you want to do the Amazon level or if you want to do like an Egyptian level first you've got options with that um, so the variety of levels of it, it it's just an amazing game for a five-year-old, it's a great game. Yeah, back on the back on the Mega Drive, it was incredible. But like when they've done this like two and a half D, yeah, almost like um, 
what was the is it the Wonder Boy games? Yeah, like they're like Switch, that. That .emu is that kind of really cleaned up, really well illustrated vector kind of yeah. vector with three D, um, yeah, two and a half D levels. It's um, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. But it's also made by Way Forward, who did the Shantae right. games, which are right. incredible. So yeah, like that, it's coming from a place of you know, yeah, real real good caliber, you know. Yeah, because those Shantae games are absolutely like you know they handle brilliantly. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually interested in picking this up. You know, yeah, like I say, the handle is brilliant. Just for you know, like for your son, he would love this. Yeah, that yeah, that's it. He's, I mean, he's he's just got into Banjo and Kazooie, mm. so like all that kind of any kind of mascoty type, you know, two D, three D. Yeah, yeah, he'd be, he'd be bang up for this. Do, um, they've got the voice actors as well. Um, oh really? Yeah. So Scrooge. Oh, McDuck is sells. this the one where they they brought back the original Scrooge? Yeah. He sounds a little bit too old. I think it might be. I'm not sure it's original, but it does. It does sound authentic. A little tired. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But and the Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and all the characters, all you know, but you know, proper voice actors with the cutscenes and stuff. It's just an amazing, amazing game as a remaster, yeah. how it should be done properly. And, you know, like, little, like I said, little things, it's, they recognise what their audience is, and they've made it easier. And, mm. you know, like, I've, my complaints about Spyro games, especially too, you know, this is what it should have been like. It should have been, we're catering to a different audience. We're not going to penalise them. You know, if you want the harder difficulties, you can do it, but if you want to stick it on easy, stick it on easy, and you'll just enjoy it. And she's just been blasting through levels, you know. And she's, you know, she's learning as she goes along, and she sometimes asks me for help, but she's really enjoyed DuckTales, and even now and then we've completed it, she'll go back to it and just blast blast through a level because it's oh, it's that um, accessible. Yeah, that's great. That's great to hear. So, and the levels are quite short, you know, so you can probably do it in half an hour or so, and you can save it, it'll save at the end, and it's just a brilliant game, and had it not been in, had not completed it earlier, this would be in the top ten at the end of the year. It is that good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it, oh, it, it is that good. Um, highly awesome. recommended on PS. I think it is on 360 as well. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure if it's backwards compatible on the Xbox, but it is on PS3. Nice. And how much did you say you picked it up for? Yeah, I mean, it's been years ago. Ah, oh, right. Okay, I was going to say, oh, it wasn't a. This one a recent purchase. Recent purchase, now yeah. No, uh, like I said, I've got the disc version, and I've got, and I think it might have been the PS Plus game. It oh, might okay. have been. It might be. You might want to check your account because I do yeah. have it on PS Plus, and I do have it on. Di- I do have a PSN, and I do it on the disc. I do have a disc version. Gotcha. Nice. Um, so that's the second one. Um, mopping up. So first one is Lone Wolf. Um, the console edition, this came out on mobile phones. Lone Wolf is based on a bit like fantasy, fighting fantasy books, but this one is um, your own adventure based on the world of Lone Wolf by Joe Diva. And the voiceover is by the original author as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it's essentially, I don't know if you've, I know, but if you, if you do, we've done these fighting fantasy versions, haven't we, where text is on the screen and 
you've got options to do left or right and you know so do you want to you might have come across an area of a, with a trap do you want to do it you know in a quiet way or do you want to you know ram run across it you know i mean it tells yeah. you what happens and stuff and then or if you come in enemies do you want to sneak attack them or do you want to um let them walk past you or do you want to surprise them it gives you little options like that um because really you don't get killed the only way you get killed is through the battles so it, the story progresses and it does a little map with your little head moving around in different parts of different parts of a land even a forest or a mill and stuff um there's four parts to the story um right and when you fight enemies, it turns into a turn-based um, fighting game. So it goes into 3D mode. Um, with you, with your um, weapons and abilities, normally fighting between one and three enemies on screen at a time. Um, you can choose which character, which enemy you want to fight, um, which you've got your special abilities, so... You've got your Kai, as they call it, your almost invincible powers. And then you've got normal attacks. You can choose them. I mean, you've got your cooldowns. So you're sometimes frantically waiting um, for your powers to come back and you get, you're get getting hit. Or you have to be careful. Sometimes you, you might want to leave one of your um, responses for a, like a sneak attack or whatever it may be um now early part of the game it's you're very weak it takes a bit of going on to as i progress with the game and as i did it more focused um you i was powerful so i was defeating all these enemies you know as you go through the game the enemies get more powerful they get a bit more different there's magic involved as well it's just one of those games it takes about 12 hours it's a fun game, okay. you know. You can play off and on; doesn't take too long. Um, so it's one of those games I'd recommend for a lapsed gamer if you're into that type of game where you can read on screen a lot, bit of text. Yeah, um, sort of art, you know, very RPG, isn't it? It is what very much RPG. Yeah. 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 Um, the battles are interesting. They are tactical, you know. Who do you want to get rid of first? You can stun enemies. You can cloud their judgment. You can do all sorts of things. Um, do you want, you know, eventually you get through where you can work out how many hit points you're going to give, how much damage you're going to give them and then what you're, what how many hit points you're going to take and you can be very tactical in that sense. So it's, a, mm. it's very, I'm not saying it's in depth, but it's just enough to keep, you were interested, and the story keeps you going as well. Um, so that was Lone Wolf. Console edition. Um, third one, next game was Triumph 3, Artifacts of Power. These, This is where basically, <laughs> this is an interesting one. So they've just announced Triumph 5. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Right. Um, Triumph 4, I do own. Um, the first two are brilliant. Side, scrolling, um, Platformers. Is this the one that was made a big stink, like on Xbox Live days, where you had like a warrior, a wizard, and something else, and you had to switch between the three characters, and like the wizard could like draw boxes, 
in the sky and drop them and you were trying to get through sort of two di- uh, the side on puzzles yes yes this was, yeah, this is this is that game now the first right, two okay. are brilliant this third one is good but they did it, it, it the first two are like 2d-esque you know like 2d 3d-esque this one's a more yeah. 3d um okay. and this one was sort of changed it up a bit and sort of set the fan base aflame with oh. this one. So like I said, you can you've got a choice of three characters. Um you play co op, so me and my brother play, I've played off through the first three together. Um you've got a mage who draws boxes and helps you know, and you can balance things out. You've got a warrior with a sword and a thief with who swings across a bit like Spider Man. Yeah. Um with um but with a bow and arrow. Um, with this one, they did. They needed you to collect orbs to unlock areas. So, for example, if you didn't have enough orbs, you couldn't advance in certain areas. It's particularly the last one, I think you needed 900 of these orbs. And we had to go back to certain areas and um, do sections of that area so you could get, like, it tells you what you're missing essentially. If you go back into it, yeah. it tells you what you were missing. So out of twenty five orbs, you, we might have got twelve. So you're missing thirteen. So like, let's go back to that because we can get some thirteen orbs and add to our total. A hunt round and find them in the weird place. Yeah. yeah, and what was quite good because it didn't make you do the whole level. So that was a credit. Okay. It, it made you do. You could do sections of a level, which was oh, really good. Cool. Um, the game has puzzles. You know, it's fun. You know, sometimes you get into arguments yeah. with whoever you're playing with. If you, it, it is better co-op. You know, you try to work things say, out. They were very physically based. The puzzles I seem to remember, like you know, yeah. you put a box, like two, like put a box on another box, and the top box would start toppling over because you know physics. Yeah, the most important thing back then. Oh, yeah. that's it, and like seesaw puzzles and stuff. So you, yeah. you're using your wizard to balance the seesaw up. So that a thief can jump on it, and you're pushing it up, and the box up, and so the thief can jump onto a yeah. higher platform, and then the thief will help you up and stuff. This game, it's like that. It, it is a fun game. It takes you know a few hours. It doesn't stop. It's not massively long. Mm. The issue with this is that we ran out of money. All <laughs> oh, right. So okay. we were a bit adventurous with this one. And the game stops at a point. You think, oh, this would be like a good point to introduce trying 3.1 or 3.2 or trying 4 would continue. Well, no, they didn't. What happened was they got they said they got too ambitious with the 3D and they just had to release it. And the story just ends on a bit of a climax without any ending. So you complete that, and it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, Odd. Yeah. With Train 4, they've gone back to the normal 2D-esque viewpoint, and Train 5 is yeah. sticking with it. With this, they've, they've said themselves, we were just too ambitious, and they mm. said it would have cost them too much money to complete the game. <laughs> so, yes. There's bits and bats of combat in the game, but overall, if you play with someone, 
you know, as, as a co-op game, it is fun in that sense. Yeah. Um, but try and free, <laughs> if you are playing it, just be aware that it just ends abruptly and does not continue. Yeah. And it, the story isn't followed up in four. Oh, okay. So it, interesting. Yeah, it's just a self self enclosed. Each one's a self enclosed adventure, and we'll just end. Right. Um, that was on the PS4. Um, another one, that, like I said, highly recommended, but just be aware of it. Um, on the mm. PS3, playing with my daughter, Super Frog HD. I've talked about this before. Um, by Team Seventeen, um, based on an Amiga game. This is the HD version. Mm. Um, Controls is quite skiddy in the sense of a frog, but a bit icy, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. It, it just got to a point where me and my daughter were like, We've got to complete this game because we've got so far and <laughs> just push through. And that last level, I think I just gritted teeth. I was just like, Thing, and my daughter started talking. To me. I was like, I can't talk right now. Someone's about to complete it, <laughs> bang your head against it until it, until it works. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. spikes, everything. Uh, I only completed it because I'm a bit stubborn in this sense and my daughter wanted to complete yeah. it. Otherwise, I'd probably have abandoned this one a long time ago. Um, it's funny <laughs> well, in its I remember sense. that game from the Amiga days. It had a lot of personality and, um, you know, and that that was enough to take a game through, but probably nowadays it feels a little bit um, a little bit clunky, a little bit underprepared. Yeah, I mean, the HD'd it up, you know, on the PS3, um, so the graphics yeah. are nice. You do get the original game with it, Okay. So you get there's like original each each world, six different worlds has the original levels and the new HD levels. So we have okay. giving you options. Just do the Halo thing where you can switch between the two on the fly. <coughs> no, 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 you can't do this like Halo or R type. They're just separate, right? They're just separate, and then I can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> I have no interest in going back completing the original. At all, no. um, but you know it's fun. At the end of each level, uh, each world, you fight a witch, which my daughter loved. So yeah, that's the thing. But that one of us oh, recommend. And then the final one I've completed because I'm just focusing on the games I've completed so far. Um, I do yeah. have completed loads, um, but Golden Eye remastered. Yeah. Now I heard you talking about this, Chazzy. A few yeah. episodes ago. How far have you got? You've completed it? Oh, I've not completed it. It, it. For me, it was a total just nostalgia trip. It was just me going in and just having a look at all the levels. and. Mm. Oh, I remember this. just wanted to see how it kind of... I was just also that whole thing between the the, the Switch version and the, and the Xbox version. Yeah. I just wanted to see what the differences were and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, it's a, for me, it was just a total nostalgia trip. Well, yeah. I never had an N64... Um, so this is oh, okay. the first time I've really ever played this game. Mm. Right. Um, I bet that's hard. Like, no, like playing modern shooters and then coming to this must be very weird. Yeah, I mean, first few levels, you, once you get used to it, because it's got almost like an auto aim. So if you've got your, if you don't move your cursor up, up and down or. It's, yeah, it tracks. It tracks automatically. It's when you start moving up and down with your cursor, and it's mm. it's very difficult to get back onto a um, an enemy. 
Um, but if you just leave it as it is, if you're just wandering around, it does trap the enemies and makes it a lot easier. Hmm. Mechanically, this game's really good. I think yeah. I, I, I think it still holds up mechanically. You know. Oh god, yeah. Um, in terms of the level design, um, yeah, it's good. You know, it follows the Golden Eye story quite well. Um, I, I love the. Um, enemies, I think some of them look like Prince Harry. I thought some of them. <laughs> a lot of them are like the dev team and stuff. Yeah. Well, like mates and, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's fun. You've got your Walter PPK and you're going around. And the music's amazing. The music is really good. Yeah. The music's incredible. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah. And um, yeah, that, that's, that's probably one of the best parts of it, if I'm honest. But um, like the sound effects as well, like yeah. getting those like. Pachoo! Yeah, you know, real cheesy, cheesy sound effects like like you're in some kind of western. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can. It's a good game. I tell you what, fucking, hell, it's frustrating. Some of it. Fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Escort missions. Playing that back in the day. Yeah, like it's 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 a a culmination of a, a lot of bad design stuff. Yeah. From back in the day, you know, it's all distilled into that game. Yeah, I but mean, back in the day, that was absolutely acceptable. But then, like now, you just go, "This is this is a bit much. This is too much," or like, "This is just a bit rubbish." Yeah, like you say the escort missions and stuff, and yeah, you know, and one of the things was frustrating. Like that train level. Yep, the train just level. Be, like, just just keep throwing enemies at you. Yeah, which I didn't mind, but I tell you what, right at the end of that train level, um, so you have to at the end of that train level escape. Through the hatch, through mm. the floor, using your watch mm. or firing a, a gun or whatever. Now, with your mm. watch, you had to get it a certain distance because if you came too close to the hatch, it zoomed in. <laughs> so when it zoomed in, you were like, the, the "I can't." Section is awful. Yeah, do it. So I have to pull out, or I've pulled out too far, and. Eventually, you're like you run, you run out of your watch power, and switch to a machine gun, and just aiming on that section took me ages. And you have to go back to the beginning, go through every fucking car, kill all the guys, you know. Yeah. Make sure you shoot. Oh, it was frustrating. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Was that like you say? If, if you're coming to that for the first time, it's yeah, it's it's. I can imagine it'd be really, really annoying. Yeah. And there's things <clears> that <throat> they don't tell you about. So, so one of the things was you, you start, you start, oh, God, you're in the Cuba level, you're in the facility. Natalia opens a door for you. You go around firing and you come to, you come to her old mate. So he pulls a gun out on you. Of course, I'm a gamer. Yeah. Somebody pulls out a gun at me. I'm going to shoot him. Right. I shoot him. Yeah. The game doesn't tell you that you're not supposed to shoot him. Because if you shoot him, <laughs> Natalia aborts the mission. Yeah. Right? But it, I feel like we're... Go on. Sorry, go, go on. on. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, like, we were t- kind of chatting on Discord about this game the other day, and I think GoldenEye is a perfect example of a game that should have had a remake more akin to 
the Resident Evils rather than oh, yeah. where where they take the spirit and they take the missions, mm. they take the spirit, they but they make a twenty first century game yeah. within that framework and blueprint rather than just take the game, make it work on new consoles and yeah. change the c- controls a bit. Yeah. Well I know there was like I a... think we've just Big GoldenEye was such a special game for so many people and it it's always going to sell. They're going to do a remake, it's going to sell mm. and people are going to buy it and people are going to enjoy parts of it and get very yeah. frustrated like you have others, rightfully so, because we've moved on in the past mm. 25 years of gaming. Um, but I just think, you know, uh, there's not been a James Bond game for... So I know I know um, IO are working on one, but there hasn't been one for so long. I think I Crytek think... were looking because they held the license or have do hold the yeah, license. Yeah, they might have held the That's license. That's gone. It's all gone. All round the houses and all sorts that that mm. license. Yeah, but, um, I know. At one point, Crytek were looking at doing exactly that, and then kind of doing a, trying to do a modern remake, and they just said it was mm. way too hard. Yeah, mm. but it did come out on the PS3 and the 360. But it is one. Is it Goldeneye? I've got the Wii. It came out on the Wii first yeah, and Craig. then got yeah. HD'd up. Yeah. Daniel Craig in it, not um, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. 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 It's not bad on the Wii because obviously cause it's almost like a light gun shooter at that point. Mm. Makes mm. it a lot easier. But <laughs> I can tell you, so it doesn't tell you that Natalia fucks off in the bought submission. So I'm wandering around, yeah. opening doors, left, right, and centre. I come to a door, it's sealed. I'm like, well, what do I do? I, I, I can't go anywhere. You've just got to quit. I've just got to, yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't quit. it? That's that's like how games used to be. They, they, they didn't tell you shit like that. You just either worked it out or read it in a, yeah, in a magazine on a guide. Yeah, well, I went on the guide. Yeah, I went on the guide, and it told me, oh, Natalia aborts <laughs> a mission if you shoot her friend. Well, for fuck's sake, thank you. You know, it's just stuff like that that was just like really frustrating. I think another point. I think I needed to collect three keys, A, B, and C. And Mm. I think on my first go through, C fell down somewhere. I think it fell down like into a water, into the water. Must have done. So I got A and B, and I had to restart that. It's just little bits like that spoil the game. I mean, like I said, they could have just. Changed it a little bit. Come on, Natalia could just gone. Bond, you kill my friend. I'm off. You bastard. That's it. Or That's flash it. up a little. Just flash up a little bit of text at the top of the screen that says like, you know, yeah, Natalia is now, you know, done X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you failed. And you're like going, all yeah. right, and no, don't kill him. But <laughs> it's just little hints like that, and you know, and I'm not saying yeah. they have to give you like mission objective markers like we do modern games. You know, because there are no mission objective markers in this game. You just come across what you're supposed to do, and you're like, ah, okay, that's how I do it. But just little somethings like that, which, you know, there was like another one where you you meet 006 Trevelyan. Anyway, I thought, oh, right, I'll fire at him. No, he runs off. Right. Yeah. I'll move towards him. No, he runs off. Oh, no, you meant to stay where you are and not move. Right, thank you, but there's no hint of that me having to do that. It's just stuff like that just made it so frustrating, yeah. this game. You know, mechanically brilliant, but f- banging your head against this. Oh, just little things. Little things just like yeah. 
they made this game absolutely amazing. Yeah, you know, I still liked it overall, but oh, jeez. I can imagine, yeah, you're pulling your hair out. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, but, yeah, mechanically, as a shooter, it's good. It's worth playing. Yeah, it works well. But just be aware that certain things that you like, you have to do, like, Very don't shoot. much from the past, aren't they? Yeah. That's, that's the problem with this game, is it's like, from that era of, like, trying to work out what a first person shooter was and how it controlled and how it would how you would move from mission to mission and stuff. Yeah. And um yeah, this was the first um, not the first building block, but probably one of the most important mm. for you know, pushing that forward. Definitely. But I can imagine if I played this in the nineties, I'd have still been frustrated with it. Mate, to be fair, like a lot of people played the single player oh, well. that game was all about the multi, right? Yeah. That, that's what people like remember. Well that's it. So, but yeah, um, and that's all the games I've completed so far. So I'm just gonna leave it there. Nice. Wow, Brilliant. that was that. that was a trip. Yeah, Full very what, good journey. Thirty odd minutes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, thirty five or something. That's uh, <laughs> that's great. It's impressive, but no, it's a good roundup. And uh, we'll see you again in another six months. Six months uh, <laughs> for game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I expect at least all of those to be on your list. They'll probably, well, <laughs> depending on how many games are complete this year, at least one, two, three, maybe four of them will be. Nice. Well, I'm close to completing a few others as well, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm motoring ahead. Cool. Um, nice. So, Chazzy. Hello. Um, it's been less time since you were on the pod, but have you have you played that many games? I have. I've been playing Ooh. some games. Excellent. Uh, yeah, been um, as we're on the, on the old games tip. I might as well get this one out of the way first. But um, my, I went to see the Mario movie. My son got very very into Donkey Kong. <laughs> now we're now we're Donkey Kong obsessed as well as Sonic obsessed and Mario obsessed. So um, <laughs> I busted out the SNES Mini, played a bit of Donkey Kong Country, and uh, I forgot how well that game controls. I have to say, um, I always felt it was a little bit slow and ponderous. But actually, I'm, I don't know where I got that from. It must be from like trying to play it by unauthorized means. But um, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Thoroughly enjoying it, and it is way harder. Actually, that's a point. So yeah, it's way harder than I expected it to be. Um, for what I, th- you know, you, you look at it and you think kids game, it's going to be easy. You know, you you play Ducktales. Yeah. You, know, you play Donkey Kong Country, you know, not too dissimilar. <laughs> but oh no, 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 this 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 game's got a level of challenge to it. And um, yeah, so off the back of that, playing that, we also put, picked up Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Ooh. So the Wii U's been getting a bit of a bit of love in the last uh, last couple of weeks. So yeah, so been been basically just playing through as much Donkey Kong as I can at the moment, and it's been bloody good fun. You know, but Tropical Freeze is excellent. Gotta say, real hidden gem that. Really good game. I haven't played Donkey Kong. But you know, going back to where it feels a bit faster, is it because mm. it's 60 hertz? Because remember around that time, yeah. the, there was a thing with PAL games with 50 hertz and the NTSC American ones and the Japanese were yeah, 60. Is that it? might be it. I don't, I don't know which version they've got on the NES Mini because I thought they were the European versions, but mm. I could be wrong. 
But I was, to be fair, I was playing that on a HDMI monitor, so it could be running a little bit, yeah, a little bit nicer, like a bit, bit less, bit more less latency. Mm. But yeah, um, no, yeah, been thoroughly enjoying it. And like I say, then going on to Tropical Freeze and that just being that is that is a brilliant game, and some of those boss yeah. fights in that game are, are so much fun, and they, the soundtrack's really outstanding as well. So yeah, Isn't yeah, that, are they co-op games? Kong. They're co-op games, are they? Uh, yeah, they are. They're kind of. I think the first one is like uh, trade off, trade off the pad. So once you die, the second pad gets control. So right. like, you'll walk along, you know, break a barrel, get Donkey Kong Junior, and then once you, you know, fall off and die, Donkey Kong Junior then takes over. So yeah, you kind of. It's not trade off the pad. I think you actually have two controllers, but one's inactive until you the other person dies. Right. So yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know about the tropical freeze. I haven't actually because um, I haven't got another pad, so I haven't tried that yet. But um, yeah, we've been just like you know, just sitting on the sofa, right? Your level, my level, your level, my yeah. level. Oh, you died, right? You'll go. So yeah, but no, yeah, thoroughly recommend both of those if you're uh, if you just want to uh, you know quickly like have a have a bit a bit of platforming. Mm. They're um, well worth well worth picking up. Um, been back to a bit of Horizon Forbidden West. Went back to have a uh, Aloy, um, you know, shuffling around, being annoyed at everything. <laughs> so that's nice, you know, muttering under her breath. So that's been fun. <laughs> it's um, it's it's very 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 much modern game design where, uh, you know, you, you get to a cave and it will say she'll go, hmm, maybe I should explore in there. <laughs> you think, all right, come on, I have got two brain cells to work together. <laughs> You know, but but actually, I've now I've. I mean, I know I was a bit sort of frustrated with it initially, but um, now I've gone through and upgraded a few bits and found a few weapons and a bit more armor and so on and so forth. It's actually starting to become a lot. Oh, and I knocked it down too easy because, long story short, if you have it on normal, you've got to like. There's certain parts where you have to like you've got a mechanical animal and you've got to shoot it in a certain part like Monster Hunter to break off a bit so uh. then you can get a certain part that you then collect and take back to whoever, right? And that can be pretty tedious because it takes a while to take things down. So, but if you knock it down to easy, they just turn that off and it's just like you hit them and the part falls off. Uh. So it's just way more. Like to get through it and just get like play it for just the story, which yeah. is essentially what I want to do. Yeah, I've just bumped it down to easy, and yeah, well, actually, now I've got a few bits, and like, I'm leveled up, and almost skill got got a few skills and stuff. And actually, you know what? It's actually becoming a lot more, a lot more fun, a lot less tedious. But the actual story is starting to go somewhere. So, like, I'm I'm actually getting it. it just ha- it just feels like a game has like a real long ramp up. Yeah, and it could have you know if there there are lots of few bits of dead weight off that story at the start i think and got you right into it quick you know it would um i think it'd hook you a bit quicker but um, mm. yeah i'm i'm now into into the meat of it and actually quite enjoying it so gonna crack on with that i you, think in the next few weeks you're gonna pick up the dlc uh yeah well that was kind of why i went back to it because i saw the dlc come out i thought i haven't i haven't even got halfway into that that game yet i should really go back to it and I don't know if I'd pick up the DLC, but it's, it has inspired me to at least go back and play the game and try and get it finished. So, yeah, game of the year and all that. So, yeah, 
want to want to make sure I've actually got something on my list. So uh, yeah, you know. So uh, at least at least I've now got three games to put on the list between Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Fe- Freeze, and you know, Horizon Forbidden West. So yeah, got mm. those, got those on there. But um, two games I really want to talk about. Um, first, I'll get I'll get out of the way pretty quickly. Is Call of Duty, uh, the most recent version of Modern Warfare Two new whatever how, however you want to call it modern warfare 2 2023 edition um been playing a lot basically got a bunch of guys at work were like oh we've been playing um call of duty on the pc like do you want to do you want to join us because we need a third for like doing co-op missions and stuff I was like, yeah i'm bang up for that so yeah and then the game is like reduced to 40 quid on the pc so i thought yeah i'm having some of that so i jumped in and like last time I played any any Call of Duty really was probably Modern Warfare Three, like properly, and um, yeah, I've I've not gone back for ages. And then um, yeah, that that game has changed a lot. Like the co-op missions, rather than being like, because I remember like the sniper missions and stuff, and they were good yeah. fun. But that's basically what you sort of just rolled up on a camp, shot some people. Rolled onto the next bit, shot some people. Rolled onto the next bit, shot some people. Level finished, right? Whereas this, I'm I'm like going in, we're having to like coordinate shots and take people down stealthily, and then go into a room, and someone else has got to go into a different room and look at screens, and we've got to say, right, what symbols can you see, and what symbols can I see, and right, and then the third person's got to take take all that information and punch it into some kind of like Russian computer to open a door or a gate to get us through it's like there's all these like puzzles and that it's and like it's, playing uh, a mini destiny raid yeah that's it yeah very much so and i was like this is all right but yeah a lot a lot of it now feels very destiny i have to mm. say and um but i was like yeah no do you know what this is all right this is good fun like i've had a few nights of it now and um like it's like a really good chat room type you know sit there and just plow through whatever these co-op missions are we've been having a good giggle and then they were like, right, okay, do you want to have a go at DMZ? And I thought, okay, like, what's that? And essentially, it's like, I mean, people probably obviously know this and they've probably been playing a lot of it, but for me, it sort of blew my mind a little bit because it was just like, right, so it's a battle royale, but it's a bit like Titanfall 1 where you've got AI enemies stationed all over the map, but then also you've got, like, bounty missions to do, but the man- bounty missions will, like, start off and it'll be, like, kind of, get to a UAV point and turn the UAV radar on so you can see people, you know, and then, but also once you've done that at calling two, three UAVs and, you know, shoot someone while the UAV's on, right? And that'll be your three sets. Of, once you've got those bits, you've completed the mission, it gets ticked off and you get a load of XP and you get some weapons or whatever. But obviously what's good part of this is, is roguelike. So whatever you go in with is basically like under jeopardy so your your loadout is under jeopardy so if you die that just gets all ta- all your guns get taken away and you and you have, you know your uh, bulletproof vest and you know, whatever clothes you're wearing all gets taken away so you're always so you can't just run in all guns blazing because you could just lose all your kit in an instant so like there's another there's another system in there that's like okay so you can you can have certain weapons and ensure them so you can go in with an insured weapon, but if you die with that, it's 40 minutes in real time before you can use it again. 
that forces minutes. you to go back in. Yeah. Wow. Like, or however long. So, like, so you've always got this jeopardy of, like, do I go in with my insured kit because I want to do certain bits in my mission and I know that this gun's good, or do I want to just go in, pick up a load of contraband kit, is what, how they call it, and then kind of, like, get myself a little bit stacked up and then then once I'm prepped, then go for it, like go off and try and do some missions with that kit and I'm not too worried about losing it. And it's all this like it's like so much stuff to get my head round and it was just blowing my mind. So you can like you you can stumble across like keys that open like there's certain areas that are strong points and strong points hold better loot. So you can like you, you can like stack up a few keys and then go and do a few strong points and strongholds and then kind of like try and get better loot and you have to extract but again you have to call the helicopter in and then all the ai get turned on and realize there's a helicopter coming down and they're all trying to like shoot you before you get in a helicopter but what you've also got is you've got actual real players who are also trying like get alerted to the fact that you've called in a helicopter so they might try and come and take you out before you get on the helicopter or you might even be on the helicopter and get taken out and there's like all the jeopardy of that and then, oh, else? Yeah, like, like weird stuff. Like, right, build, like, get, find a games console in the world, find um, two hard drives, a laptop, and something else. And if you combine that and then go to a, pay, like a, a weapon station, you can craft stuff and then make a new, brand new, uh, like, bulletproof vest that takes three um, p- bits of armor plating, but also makes you faster or makes you more accurate or makes you like restores your health over time and stuff like that and then like so there's all this stuff you can like all this meta stuff that you can go and do in the levels that like just give you more kit or better kit or like just makes it way more interesting and this is dotted over these like massive those three massive like battle royale maps so it's like a single player game that's also multiplayer and has all these bounties and like weird meta stuff to do in it. And it's just, honestly, I've been obsessed with it. It's been so much fun. <laughs> like if you've got a group, like a group of three to go in with, you know, it's like, it's brilliant. Oh, it's all proximity voice as well. So like if you're chatting away on their internal like uh, mic system, chat system, mm. then people can hear you and that like, kind of get the drop on you and stuff. And yeah, it's just, Ooh. it's such a bonkers mode. But yeah, like yeah, you'll you'll find yourself like caught up in a firefight with a bunch of AI, and then all of a sudden, like a group of like a couple of groups of lads will turn up. Who are actually, you know, play actual proper players, and then you it all kicks off and becomes this mad firefight, and you're just hoping not to die because you want to keep your like LMG that you've just picked up. <laughs> it's um yeah, honestly, it's brilliant. I've had so much fun, and um it's only in beta, but um I'm hoping that like. You know they they keep they seem to be supporting it really well, so um, I'm hoping it'll be like you know it'll go on from strength to strength and you know add more mad stuff in it. But yeah, that's what's been occupying a lot of my time recently on the PC. It's just playing that, and it's uh, yeah. I want to get a group group together and sort of go in and do regular little little runs and stuff in it. Mm. Is it yeah, is this part of the on the yearly update? You know, like the, this is Modern Warfare Two, isn't it? Yeah, so Modern Warfare 2, so you get, like, the single-player campaign, you get um, Warzone. Warzone 2. Warzone 2, so that's, like, that's like your kind of standard Battle Royale kind of arcade multiplayer. And then you've got DMZ, which is, like, this weird 
PVE, PVP, hybrid, right? As well. So um, you get basically you're getting like three games out of out of the one package, which is pretty cool. Nice. Warzone isn't that like a separate thing? Like you download it separate. You can run it. You can just download. Yeah, technically yeah. you can download it. I think it's that's the free to play one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like in theory, you could just like jump on any of your consoles or PC and just download that for free and mm. get in. But obviously, you're gonna be well under kitted for you know yeah the sweaties that are that are playing that game. But yeah, it's like I said, honestly, the value of it. I'm, I haven't even touched a single player yet. And to be honest, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna save it for Christmas. That'll be my my streaming game for Christmas. <laughs> play through that. Like have like twelve days of shootmas or something, and just just play Call of Duty on streams or something but yeah so yeah been playing that absolutely great fun absolutely great fun and i'd recommend it to anyone if you like your shooters um and then the final game which is a bit of an odd one but um you'll see why i've been thoroughly enjoying it in a minute is uh, it's a game called king of the castle so it's um it's a multiplayer party game in which you it's a bit like do you remember the, the ios game reigns it, you you basically it's a bit like sort of crusader crusader kings or something like that where you're like monarchs and nobles all oh, right and you kind and you of make decisions don't make, like yeah. don't you you have to decide like um where to spend taxes and you can save people or, or that do you want to have a battle help some people yeah and make other people work it's like a really fine balancing act yeah but it's done Reigns or the original Reigns is very clever because it's you just swipe left it's like right, Tinder, yeah. you swipe left or right to make a decision and that's it. You just keep getting decision cards coming at you and you make decisions and see yeah. how they affect Whereas your... in this it's a more like you've got five factions and they're all kind of <laughs> making making truces or, you know, fighting against each other or getting into battles and that kind of stuff and it's all very sort of intrigue and spies and like you say, land taxes and all that kind of stuff. But it's all very, um, like I say, flat 2D. One portrait comes up on the left, one portrait comes up on the right and I have a little chat and then you have to make a sort of, you know, multiple choice decision. Yeah. But it's a, it's a when I say it's a party game, it's for three to 24 players. Oh, wow. So the idea is, is each faction, so it's five factions, so you have five heads of the faction. So that's five players are your heads of state. And then basically, then you decide or get told which, but like all the other players are then split up into being nobles for that house. So every time the main head of state of your faction makes a decision, they have to put it to the vote of the nobles. So you may want to go into battle against this other faction, but your nobles might vote against you. Because they realise that they may make more money out of you not having battle because you're trading with these people and all this kind of stuff. So it can get really heated and kind of like really interesting and there's lots of um, political stuff like on chat about, no, no, we need to do this. But like if you vote for me on this, I'll make <laughs> sure that you get blah, 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 right? And it's all very sort of among us-y in, in a way. Mm. Um, but what makes this even more fun, and this is how I got into it, is that um, I ended. It's got Twitch integration, so anyone can download the game, um, and basically there's a Twitch plugin, 
which can then you can then be and basically be split into nobles on Twitch. Now the game I was playing had nine hundred players <laughs> um, who were nobles, <laughs> and like we were all yeah, basically we were all voting on stuff, and like people were literally doing on this Twitch chat like channel I was playing and um, friends at the table, and they were like they had their heads of state and they were like <sighs> acting out like the proper acting out their, their characters and stuff and then trying to like persuade their nobles that this is, you know, giving political speeches and, you know, please vote for me because of this or we're going to make this decision because of that. Now, you know, join me and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, when it gets into this like mad Twitch integration where there was like 900 people, like some of the decisions that were made and yeah, like you say, the intrigue and people like going behind the backs and the pleading and it, yeah, it just got way out of hand and it was so much fun. It was so, so much fun. I think I've done like three nights of it because what it does is it remembers. Like if you, you carry right. on the game, it will remember, like you can, because you can earn money. So like you start off with say like 200 gold coins, mm. but then you can like make and lose money because it may be like you want to, your head of state wants to go into battle but needs more soldiers. So he'll ask the nobles to donate a certain amount of their wealth to help pay for it. And you can decide, right, well, I want to chip in this much or that much. And then you get promoted or demoted in in the hierarchy and stuff if it goes well or doesn't go well. And, um, yeah, it's just mad. It's just absolutely mad. But it remembers all that. So if you come back to the same game, you'll have the same amount of money and you'll be in the same kind of structure. And, yeah, it's just it's absolutely fascinating. And I'd love to get a group together and just go through. Like, I think the game was like four hours in the end, like for uh, one game. Wow. But it was um, like to run through one cycle. But then obviously... Once that cycle plays out and that monarchy mm. has taken over or been, you know, or whatever, whoever's in charge or the shift of power has, has happened, then you start again. But now from this new dynamic of, you know, this faction's in charge and that faction's not in charge. And uh, yeah, it's, um, and you just, it's just a continual like, rolling role playing game driven by like, like his players. So yeah, it's been so much fun. And, um, Yes, well, like I say, I really would love to get like a whole bunch of laps gamers together and try and do like a like, do. you know big twenty four player game or like you know ten player <laughs> game or something and yeah, it'd be good fun. It's good, good fun. Very much like a board game that came out a couple of yeah. years ago, um, the King's Dilemma. Right. Okay. Which is um, like a legacy type of game where um, the decision you are all nobles. Um, you are making decisions, and it's it yeah. sounds as if it looks like they've looked at that board game and come up with this. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, I I knew you would uh, know a board game that was me and, and uh, me and Chazzy were talking a little bit beforehand about <laughs> yeah. it. Like, try not to talk too much about it, but still talking a little. And yeah. I was like, I'm sure Andy will know a board game that is you know Akin similar to this. To this. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. The... But I really I really like. Um, sort of like uh th- those kind of social board games mm. like mm. It, it's very much like secret hitler and um what's the what's the one that it's it's nothing the premise is slightly different but you're still sort of like working with or against people um oh, <laughs> it's like you've got like two people trying to trying to um however many people trying to complete missions and t- p- 
people trying to savage uh, savage the uh, machines? Um, yeah, you've got a couple of those. You could have Battlestar Galactica, the Hidden Traitor games are called. Yeah, Hidden yeah, Traitor, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a mechanic. Um, yeah, you've got a few like Unfathomable, set in the Cthulhu. You've got Battlestar Galactica. You've got Dead of Winter, um, a zombie type of game. Um, yeah, there's quite yeah. a few of those where the mechanic is a hidden traitor and basically you can drop cards in to sabotage missions. There's also quick ones. Oh, this is what the the resistance is. Resistance. Oh, yeah, you got the resistance. And the Avalon. And Camelot, is it? Avalon. Avalon, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Those are the ones. But yeah, there's a game, King's Dilemma, and they've just produced a sequel. They kickstarted it. Or the Queen's Dilemma. Um, ah, if nice. I picked up the King's Dilemma for about 22, 23 quid off Amazon, it's still available like that. It's That's probably a steal. Yeah. But yeah, we should That's do perfect. That's great. But yeah, looking at yeah. this, it looks like you can even be nobles like on your phone. Like You can download the app. Just... Yeah, it seems like only one person needs the actual game and then mm. everyone else can just join on, on your phone as a website. Oh. So you get like a code. Well, I can do that. My so you, we could literally yeah. like... Yeah, you could literally get a load of people on, jump into Discord and start... Yeah, start playing. ...warring with each other That's on it. a Saturday night. Yeah, it's definitely... something that you could just do yeah. when you're watching somebody. You could just be like, you know... Even and see if we can get enough people off of our uh, Among Us group. To get involved mm. and uh, yeah, get get a big game going. That'd be good fun. Yeah, 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 sounds good. So yeah, that's that's all the games I've been playing. But yeah, that's the main one. Like, like I don't think I've ever played a game that's like had nine hundred players before. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was so much fun. What was that? Um, wasn't there a PS3 shooter that claimed it had like a thousand people in each massive game? war game? Mag, mag, yeah. massive action mag. Game. That was it. Massive yeah. action game. Yeah. Did you ever play that? <laughs> no. I played the Fair other one. What was the other one? Dust five one two. The um, yeah. uh, it's linked to what's the big space game for nerds? Um, that's all like basically football manager for space games. Um, Not Galactic Imperium, is it? Eve. Eve. Eve Online. Eve. So yeah. basically, it was the first person shooter that was supposed to like then feed into Eve. So like they'd say like we need to take over this planet, and then suddenly like this map will appear and then you'd fight on the map and whoever won won it for their you know their side in Eve and that fed yeah. back into the main game yeah that was oh, another good one it's a bargain weird, weird, weird premise yeah free to play it was and there you go but yeah so that's it that's it all the games I've been playing nice. recently cool yeah. excellent um I guess I'll rattle off mine um what have you been last playing time, thank you um well chazzy uh last time if you remember um there was a shocking revelation live on uh the podcast that i i got a steam deck oh yes um which (laughs) one of my favorite moments of this podcast was mark finally realizing what that box i posted a picture of was (laughs) um so yeah i've been playing quite a few games um it's it's really revitalized my gaming and i've finished well, I've finished with three games, um, so which in a month is like a new record well, for me, pretty that's, much. That's a bit special for you, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, so, first of you all, no uh, I've got Cloudpunk. 
Got no kids, no. Uh, two cats, though. They they take up a lot of time. <laughs> um, so I played Cloudpunk, um, which uh, I think I've... I played a, the sort of intro of this a while back and mm. then never went back to it. Um, so you play a delivery driver in a sort of futuristic uh, world where cars fly and uh, the big corporations are bigger and shittier than they are today, which yeah. is saying something. A bit of voxel cyberpunk, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, and yeah, um, you basically play a delivery driver, so you go around driving your car, you pick boxes up and take them to places. Every now and then there's kind of a moral choice and there's a story that runs all the way through the game um, and takes you to different sort of locations and places. And yeah, it was very good. Really enjoyed uh, my time with it. Um, I think you can pick it up pretty cheap in most sales these days. It's really atmospheric and... and like the music's really good uh, as well but that's that thing of like does a really good job of making you feel like you've just come to a town and you're just starting out your life there and yeah crappy apartment and you want to make it and you literally play you play like you play one night which is the the protagonist's first night being a delivery driver Mm. uh in this new town so yeah it's it fits really nicely Um, great yeah it's good i highly recommend it it's probably takes about 10 to 12 hours i would have thought for a playthrough uh there's random side missions you can choose to do or not do as well um and like i said there's a few moral choices you have to make as you're going through it which is which is nice is is it keep the parcel or throw it over the fence or leave it out Mm, in the rain similar to that there's some there's some i don't want to spoil too much (laughs) but um it's always kind of it's always like um what you do um, will impact. It'll probably either help people or it'll help the corporation, right. basically. Yeah. Do, you, um, do, you, do you want to help the people or do you want to help the man? But yeah. then there's there's but some others that are a bit... helping the man is actually better than helping the people because helping the man helps the people. So yeah, you, there's, you know, there's somewhere really it, it's gray. not quite black and white and, you know... It, it, there was a couple of choices I struggled with and some others that were, were quite obvious to me. So, um, yeah, it was good. Um, highly recommend, like I say. Uh, so it's very good. A good introduction to my um, Steam Deck life mm. as well. Oh, imagine that's brilliant on the Steam Deck, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, just it's Dipping one of those that you can pick up, a, pick up and dip in and out of and yeah. play and stuff. So, yeah, it's good. Cool. Um, then I I've kind of made a rule with myself. I'm not allowed to buy a game until I finish another game, which Definitely. is a good rule, but it's also a bad rule because I've realised it just keeps my, back, my backlog the same <laughs> size because I finish a game and then buy a game and one then in, finish one a game. And buy. Yeah. So I need to finish two games to buy one game and I'll keep one. halving my backlog. Five games for everyone. <laughs> I should go five to one. Yeah. Um but anyway, after I finished Cloudpunk, uh the the game I rewarded myself with uh was Dredge. Right. Which I've been really looking forward to ever since uh I first saw bits and bobs about it last year. Um so Dredge is a horror fishing game. <laughs> um a which sounds a bit crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sounds a bit crazy. But it really works. Um, I know what we did last year. Um it's a yeah. Um so you effectively you effectively have a trawler. Um you go out fishing. Um which by the way, most fishing games are really boring. Like you 
even games like um, Stardew Valley, which probably has one of the better fishing mechanics, mm. it's still you throw a hook in, you wait for a bite, and then you get a, like a little mini game. Is this Friday Whereas... or Tuesday? Is it like what's the is it third person? Is it like Stardew? Yeah, what what's the um. It, you don't have people. You, you're just a ship in in an ocean, oh, okay. which right. is kind of like isometric 2.5D. Right, okay. Cool. So, well, it might be 3D. Yeah, it's definitely 3D, but it's like an isometric angle. Yeah. Um. So, you're, yeah, you I'm just like have, you just see the ship and you move around as a ship. Yeah. And you see in the, in the ocean, you see little pools of where fish are and you can, you can identify the kind of fish they are as well. Right. From just looking at them and you go to them and then you press um, A or X to start fishing and then depending on the type of fish there's a few different mini games the most common one of those is um uh, there's like three sections there's there's a cursor going around a wheel yeah and there's three sections and if you click in in those you stop in the right bit and it pulls it up more so that you're always your reel is always coming in to reel the fish in but if you click it in the right areas it'll advance it quicker and if you click it outside of that it'll go back to the beginning so you're always doing something bioshock 2 had some i swear they had like something like that okay i didn't play 2 yeah i think there was um there's definitely a bioshock game where i I swear there was that had that kind of mechanic where you had to sort of stop an an arrow in a in a section yeah Yeah. um but I quite enjoy it because, like I say, most fishing ones, you just kind of like sat there waiting for something to happen, whereas this is instant. It's always happening. Yeah. Um, okay. And then once you've caught a fish, you have a like mini Tetris game of <laughs> trying to fit it in your oh, compartment and box. storage. Yeah, yeah Resident Evil box game. <sighs> yeah. Um, but as well as as well as fitting fish in, you've also got to fit like your nets and your lights and your engines and stuff as well. So it's okay. kind All of. Right. And then you you can upgrade to get more storage space and more engines and more lights and stuff. Um, gotcha. But eco-friendly. But anyway, uh, I've yeah, exactly. Um, wind like, turbines. Nice. So does it get? Um, and it gets. I imagine it gets creepier. It gets so weird. Yeah. Not the further out you go. Right. The time of uh, day. So okay. time moves on when you're fishing or moving. Right. And if you stay out past dark different types of fish come out but also weird Stuff. things come yeah. out right okay um and the story very much leans into this the story is incredibly lovecraftian without any racism so we're all going up front um and i don't want to say too much because no it, no don't give it away it's great it's yeah. great but if you if you love i wouldn't call it horror personally i would call it creepy mythology and uh there's some elements of sort of it's just creepy and weird i think yeah. uh more than more than horror as such but in a if i just say like love lovecraft uh eldritch kind of wow. things um yeah. you're kind of pointing in the right direction story takes similar turns um you meet weird characters uh you do missions for them um and yeah it's it's great I completed it, um, and yeah, it's great. How long is it? Uh, you reckon? Like, how long did it take you? Fifteen to twenty hours, depending on oh. what you want to do. I up, 
I upgraded all of my most of my ship. Gotcha. I didn't. It also kind of has like a mini Pokemon type thing where you've got to catch all the fish if you okay. so want. Yeah. I didn't catch all the fish. The fish are But I <laughs> exactly yeah. You do where you get an you get an encyclopedia of fish and you fill it up. Right. Um. So it's very Pokedex. Um. <laughs> but yeah, there's I think there's a couple of extra side missions that I didn't do in the end, and I there's I think there's one or two um extra sort of mm. um extra things upgrades to yeah. upgrades to my fishing boat that i didn't add and bits and bobs like right, that but right. um i got the main story mission done and most of the side missions cool. i didn't finish the pokedex however there is dlc coming unconfirmed and three out of four of the dlcs are free Ooh, that's good okay. um one of them is also going to add a safe mode so you can't get um Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't, can't get can't hurt get by the bad things in the yeah, night. You can't Let's get say got. that. Yeah, can't get got. Um, so yeah, that's that'd be oh, quite nice. a nice addition if you're trying to get the Pokedex because you've got a every fish. There's at least one variant that only yeah. comes out at night. Um, so yeah, really recommend Wicked. it. So far, it's intriguing. Very high up on my game of the year list. Nice, love it. Um, the last real game I've played um, is Sable, which again um, I started a while ago and then never went back to. And then it went off Game Pass, and then it was on sale, so I picked it up on Steam for like five quid or something. I thought, okay. yeah, why not? And if you re- remember back in last year when I first talked about this, I said um, I've played basically the opening sort of mission. So opening mm-hmm. opening area, you sort of get your hover bike. You do a couple of missions to sort of get used to the um, way that the game's going to play out. And then you go out into the open world. And that's pretty much where I'd got to before. Yeah. So I replayed through all of that again to remember it. What an incredible opening. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Lovely storytelling. Lovely little um, fetch quest missions and stuff. And then I went out into the open world and... My God, that game goes downhill quickly. <laughs> um, it really feels like seventy to eighty percent of the developer and game designer's time was put into that opening area, yeah. and then they kind of forgot to make the rest of the world interesting or varied or perform well. Oh, they were just for that because um, this is very stylized, right? This was all very um, sort of yeah. f- uh, flat shaded and you know, yeah it's like um out. if tintin came to came to life <laughs> yeah is is how i kind of view it um and the characters are animated on every half beat as well like spider-man right yeah um which is really in and really cool at the minute um effectively <laughs> um it, this game is kind of a cross between you know that kind of Open world Zelda-y kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's basically Breath of the Wild, which so it kind of isn't a surprise to me that I didn't love it, but I was expecting to like it more than I did. Right. Okay. Um, there just really is nothing when when you get out there. Lifeless. You sort of yeah, the half the world is just empty and it's not interesting. There are apparently some eggs around that you can collect, but. I can't be asked to scour all the world for 150 eggs um, that you just collect. There are some very nice bits that are designed, but they're just so far apart and you're not really given directions 
Again, it's a you're bit not like Borderlands, where you like literally you just drive <laughs> through a load of non like nothing to yep. get yep. to an arena to then do some stuff. Absolutely. Right, okay. But even then, the doing stuff isn't actually that interesting. That takes like five minutes, and then you've got to go back to where you came oh. from oh, to sort of okay. conclude the quest. Yeah. And I <laughs> I spent a while uh, doing. I probably spent about ten hours in the game, and I got to the point of like. I don't actually know what I'm doing in this game. Like I'm exploring the world. Yeah. I'm talking to strangers, picking up quests that they want me to do. And I get badges for doing that. I don't know what the badges mean. No one's really explained that. Yeah. How do I finish this game? So I went on to Google and I Googled, um, I think it was literally something like, like what do you do in Sable or how do you finish Sable? And effectively you get masks for doing some of, for like combining a load of quests together and you get a mask at the end. And the end game is basically um, you pick a mask to wear and that's the end of the game when you're happy with the mask you've got. Is that, so okay. you could do it in two hours if you've got a mask. Yeah, oh, yeah, so I think after about five hours, you, I got my first oh, mask, right. so I could have probably technically end-gamed it, it after five hours. So I oh. thought, <laughs> I can't be bothered to ride through this map of nothingness for another <laughs> ten hours, according to how long to beat. Um, so I'll just be happy with this mask and finish the game, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, like I say, I really wanted to like that game. Yeah, um, It had some really nice things going for it, but in the end, the map was too big and too empty. Yeah. And the quests were a bit meaningless. I didn't shame, feel anything looked... for any characters or anything. Yeah, like, it, it's a shame because, like, obviously, it looks looks amazing. And, like like you say, it yeah. was a massively brilliant first impression. But oh, it's such a shame to hear that. That it's, that it's just, you know, a bit of a wet fart. Yeah. I mean, I a lot of people... Um, from consensus online it's kind of like a six or seven out of ten a lot of people seem to find something redeeming within the game um a lot of people for for a lot of people that's the art and for a lot of people it's the music Mm. but i just can't hang on one of those things alone it needs something else Mm. above that it needs something interesting in the world or an interesting storyline or something to keep me engaged and Mm. it just didn't have that and um it like say as well when you're driving your hover bike through the world and it keeps dipping down to 10 frames a second um yeah randomly it'll literally like be 60 and then it'll just clunk down to 10 and then back up to 60 i'm like mm. yeah this is just not good um so yeah ditch that one off i'm afraid but well, you completed it live and learn with some of oh. these that's it. i completed it's it done. i got yeah. a mask yeah. i'm happy with that's the it. Mask. experienced it let's say yeah um i've been playing a couple of other games just on and off um as previously uh red dead redemption 2 i'm still playing that it's incredible on steam deck like Mm -hmm. genuinely red dead redemption 2 full game on a portable handheld device is a bit mind-blowingly insane and it's so good you you wouldn't like mm. it's probably running about less than 720p but you can't tell it looks great yeah um and it plays brilliantly it's genuinely mind-blowing it's it reminds me of like when i first like when i got a psp and started playing the gta games that were on there mm. probably a similar feeling back to back then because obviously they were it was around the ps2 time yeah. so you know it's basically playing gta 3 on on the go which again mind-blowing at the time Bonkers, you look back yeah. and you think Ugh. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it it's great. Um, I've also started playing Persona Four Golden on it because um, oh, such a good game. I love yeah, it. Nice. Um, yeah, and again, you know, it's scratching that PS Vita itch mm. uh, with the, with the handheld format, and it's great. Um, but the only other game I kind of have to talk about is, um, as always with me, Assetto Corsa Competizione. Um, but I have something interesting to say, which is why I've put it on the list for today. <laughs> um, they recently released a new patch, which changed yeah. a load of physics. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they, they literally re- released a slide show of their physics notes uh, and how the fi- the new physics interacts with the world and the tires and stuff. So, what are the important uh, things that we need to know about this? Because I haven't, I, I knew they they dropped the patch, but I haven't really engaged with it in any way, shape, or form yet. So, what are the highlights? so the main thing is uh, they've completely changed the tire models. So, um, the slideshow goes into a very details, but basically <laughs> the way that tires wear has changed and the way that they interact with the surface has changed, which means that uh, tire wear and tire management comes into it more. Okay, so they and also, grain and stuff? Yeah, uh, right. they start, yeah, your rears especially start going a lot quicker than before. I know right. before when we did like 20, 25 minute races, you wouldn't really need to worry about tires. You'd maybe start getting a little, feeling a little less grip after 20 minutes or so. Yeah. But now that's more like 10 laps uh, oh, okay. if you're not if you're not managing your tires. So I think tire um, management oh, yeah. is going to be a big key part of racing going forward. Go out and gun it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to worry about it before, like yeah. I say. Whereas now, it's actually going to be a concern of do I push or do I conserve a bit to make it to the end so I don't have to pit. Okay, so we're rewarding uh, is, consistency a bit more. Yeah, and also because of that, um, you uh, need to be a lot more consistent in your braking zones. It really punishes missing braking zones by 10, 20 meters now. Right. Before, there was, it was quite, you could still make a corner and stuff if you weren't, yeah. um, if you missed a braking zone a bit. Now it's a lot harder to do that. If you do that, you will start. You will oversteer into the corner. Okay. Um, but but the added benefit of that is the force feedback they've tuned as well, so you can tell a lot more when you when you're going to steer, right. uh, oversteer, and understeer, and you can correct that obviously with your throttle and stuff. So yeah, that's good. But is that does that work? I know obviously on your fancy Dan, like steering wheel you've got. But does that like translate all the way down to like my crappy G twenty nine? Yeah, they've they've changed the force feedback model for everything. So the right. base model of of the way it's calculated is done. So it works on a, across everything. You'll feel a, a new difference and an improvement. Oh, sweet. Um, and from what I've read on Reddit, people are saying that on the G twenty nine as well. So, cool. um, so that's good. Um, the other main thing is um, what does it say tires? Um, all the setups basically that you've got before uh, and now if you've got any custom setups uh, probably won't work very well anymore yeah. <laughs> um, or you'll need to tweak them again change but the difference is the default setups are now better because they're so the default setups in the setup course are based on real setups of the real cars i didn't know right. that before okay so they've made the physics a lot more realistic to real life 
So that means that the default set setups are better right. they, than they used they, to be. Yeah, they were. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Um, and also the tire operating temperature is is wider. Before everyone was like twenty five point seven or whatever it was. Yeah. Now it's it's you've got a whole centi uh, centi um, Celsius centigrade. Thank yeah. you. Um, to work with that's where they the tire is good basically. Okay. Um. And as well, in all of that, um, two new cars have dropped um, in a paid DLC. But it's only a £10 paid DLC. uh, And you get the new Porsche, the new Ferrari, uh, which are the hypercars from um, um, WEC. Right. And you also get the track Valencia, uh, which is quite a nice track. Um, And that's only 10 quid. So I might have to pick that up. If this was iRacing, I don't want to shit on iRacing. <laughs> but, but you will do. That'd be like 15 quid fifteen quid per car plus maybe 30 plus quid plus for the track. Plus subscription. Plus wow. subscription and stuff. And it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, so a set of Corsa is proving once again that it's um, right cheap value. and a bargain. Yeah. Great value for money. Um, so yeah, I've been spending a bit of time getting used to the new uh, physics. Um, so yeah, it's been good. Brilliant. Oh, I'll have to I have to dig the steering wheel out and out of my cupboard and uh, get back on that and see what that's all about. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. It's good fun again. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, that's everything that we've all played, that's I think. 14 um, games. 14 games. That's 14 games. That's insane. Aren't we great? Listen there, you're getting value for money there. 14 games to choose from. The thing is, now I've got to go out and play another load of games. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Got to try and dig, dig through the crates now. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, so, anyway, um, for if if you are looking for any more games to play, Chazzy. Yes, mate. Um, there are some free games mm-hmm. currently uh, out. Uh, PS Plus, free games of the month, Grid Legends, Chivalry 2, and Descenders. Um, oh my god! I used to play loads of Chivalry One on the PC. Yeah. The game is insane. Melee, melee combat for Call of Duty, like medieval yeah. Call of Duty, essentially. I sponsored it. Never it's, played it. It's bonkers. It's hilarious. I'm about to download you've that. Got, like twelve people. You've got a dedicated shout button, yeah. so you can just basically like run into battle screaming, <laughs> and then start like waving a hammer and trying to knock people, basically bash people in the head. It's um, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. I remember Descenders coming out as well. It was quite highly regarded. It was like yeah. a downhill biking game. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, um, it's sort of slightly more arcade downhill, right? There was, there was that Lonely Mountains downhill, which was the weird sort of isometric where you were coming into the screen, whereas Descenders was yeah. when we were behind the, behind the shoulder, if I remember rightly, and sort of mountain biking and jumping off stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a good game. Um, yeah. So they are your. PS Plus games for the month and mm. Xbox Live Gold. Uh, we have one of my favourite racing games <laughs> of all time: Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. I swear I had this on the Mac. What a classic! Mm. I spent hours of my childhood playing this yes, game yeah. on PC. It's a remaster. It's a remaster. Okay. Uh, it's just the original game remastered. Um, I've not actually played it myself on the xbox i think it's on steam as well um 
but it's it's they've just brought the original game back in i remember as well like going to the seaside amusements and they had the machine mm. uh like arcade machine that had like a pod racer so cool <laughs> um yeah just go and pick that game up and play it because it's it's great or it used to be anyway um a lot of nostalgia in that game for me uh and also hoa which i think i've pronounced that right i've never heard of it before um h-o-a it is a beautiful puzzle platforming game that features breathtaking hand-painted art lovely music and a peaceful relaxing atmosphere oh Experience the magic of nature and imagination as you play as the main character, Hoa, on her journey through a breathtaking environment back to where it all began. Where did it all begin? Incredibly vague. (laughs) Very vague. Um, (laughs) It looks very Ghibli, so the art looks very nice. I'll give it that. No. No idea what it plays like, but it's free, so you can't complain, and... Chazzy, we need to get 14 games on the next episode. So. This is it, mate. I'm so, it. Oh, we're going to go break the record. <laughs> Might as well do it. 15. 16. That's it. Oh, steady on. Just find um, like 15 one-hour games. I'm on it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's all the free games. I th- There's epic games as well, but I don't think there was anything particularly interesting there no. from my point of view. Um, Turbo Turbo Horizon Chase Horizon or whatever. No, that was last week. That's yeah, last I think finished. Yeah, that, that was, was last week. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That game. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love that game. Still looking away at that game. Um, no, I think you're just getting something from The Sims, some sort of pack, oh, lifestyle okay. pack. That was so it. Yeah, nothing. It's a bit of a quiet one, you know. You know, just... there's no point in giving anywhere right, free. Yeah, big, all those big summer reveals, mate. That's what they're. That's right. it. Well, yeah, the big non E three E three reveals. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we'll probably we'll normally do give a day game a day, don't we? Around this time, E three. They'll come. There'll be there'll be some good stuff there. Yeah, well, the apparently the summer game fest officially begins on the eighth of June. Oh, not long. And it will feature more than forty partners, including PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, lovely so, Jeff Fest. Jeff Fest is com- incoming soon. Um, so yeah, I guess right. we'll probably do uh, an episode about that, and we'll probably um, insult Jeff Keeley a lot as we normally do. Yeah. <laughs> so there might not be a lot announced. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it might not be a lot announced. I mean, look. I'm just looking at the list of uh, partners on here, and uh, there's gonna be some stuff. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think it's all going to be previously announced stuff? I remember reading some article about no. saying basically because of Microsoft Activision thing, mm. Sony doesn't want to announce anything because it makes them seem more stronger yeah, than we should. They've got to be KG, yeah. And Microsoft don't want to announce anything because they're trying to hire, be a small company. <laughs> well, apparently they've had another they've had another knockback from the British. Was it the CMA? Oh yes, David did. So they've obviously had the yeah they've had one where they were knocked back for their cloud stuff, but I think they've had like a second, um, second thing that they yeah the car buy into it any each other. So you know, like companies yeah. like buy shares, mm-hmm. or, or like you know, buy ten percent of a company. 
Apparently, they've been turned down for that. Yeah, they? the CMA said, uh, "Yeah, you two can't buy each other." Basically, even five, ten percent are interested in each other. Blimey! Uh, there you go. Doubling down. Business. It's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because all I'm hearing now well, is like your EU will approve it, but I heard all this before. It's going to come down to basic, mate. Everyone else, everyone's going to approve it except for us, and then they're just basically going to go right. Well, we just won't come to the UK anymore, and everything will get pulled, and then the then the government will look stupid. Well, the FTC that would be hilarious. America, they're suing it. They're blocking it, America. <clears throat> well. We shall see. I don't think they've made a decision yet. No. Um, they, they've started their court proceedings, though. That's the thing. I think they do something yeah. a bit different than what we do. So the FTC started court proceedings against it in December. Um, we just blocked it. And um, the EU next week or the week after. Yeah. Oh, no. There you go. And on that bomb show. Cool. Video games. Video games. Cool. Um, so, anyone got anything else to add to this no. week? Anyone want to do any shout outs? Anyone want to say anything <laughs> while Mark's not here? Hello, Mark. Thanks for editing. Yeah. yeah. It's nonsense. Thank you. Play what did I call him earlier? Mummy well, bear. See, Mummy bear. Thank you, it. Mummy bear. We'll have some porridge for you when you come back <laughs> next time. Mother bear. Not too hot and not too cold. Yeah, exactly. You'll just be right, okay? What's the bed like? The bed's a bit soft, but not too hard. Um, the chair. Medium. Feel Mark cringing <laughs> as we speak. Oh, I hope he cuts all this out. You are doing a living. Well, yeah, I know. But oh well, be right. Um, so thank you, uh, guys, for joining me yeah, this no, week. You. It's thank been you. Uh, I was talking to you two, to be honest. But yeah, yeah thanks, dear listener, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a pleasure. So as always. your games. Um, look. I want to listen to you. Yeah, let, let us know what you've been playing. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. How can they do that, Andy? Uh, contact us through Twitter at Laps Game Radio. Does anyone use Twitter anymore? Seems so, because it's all raging. Get in contact with us via TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Chazzy's on the TikTok. That's it. Um, All over it, mate. All all two videos that we've put up. Nick. You'd have to wait for me to do another one. You're You're doing the script for the next one. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be the next one. I went on holiday for a week. The script's written. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just need to find time to record. record it. I'll try and do it tomorrow. Yeah, I need to remember what that gameplay is like. Uh, um, so yeah, um, but the script's written. It's fine. It's good. It's yeah. There. So yeah, uh, go touch with us on Twitter. Or we're on TikTok. We're on Twitch, YouTube, somewhere probably. Yep. Um, all email. the social medias. Email. We probably have an email somewhere. Yeah, write we do us, have an email. Write us a letter and post it. Letter. Yeah. yeah. P.O. Box. No, that doesn't exist. That doesn't work. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can, you, if you listen to this, you probably know how to get in touch yes. with us. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and thank you once again for listening to the end of this rambling we shit show. We degenerated because Mark's not here. Yeah, we don't know how to end it. <laughs> we it did just so keeps going well. on. 
so well for like 90% of it. Um, <laughs> I've... <laughs> Great. Um, oh, so yeah, guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me, guys. No thanks for listening. No See you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.